You're listening to Simple Arts Radio, episode number 121, and today's a short little bonus episode helping you to have a healthy holiday. Yes, these are five unconventional tips that actually work this holiday season. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa. This is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. Today, I'm excited to have you here because I'm going to share five unconventional health tips that actually work. Now, I debated about doing this podcast because there are health tips all over the place on how to stay healthy this holiday season, but what you want most is just to enjoy it. So I'm going to try and mix a little bit of both and bring you tips that don't say anything about what you're eating and instead use the foundation of the when and the how. Because in all of health, I really believe that the when and the how is often more important than the what. So it's a double win for you. Eat what you want, but just do these things, and I guarantee that you will see better results. Um, can I get an amen, right? Okay, so let's get started right away because, like I say, these bonus episodes are supposed to be done in 10 minutes or less. So my five tips are to have the best holiday season while still enjoying what you love Of course, hopefully these tips will help you do it within reason and maybe help you not even crave the things that you thought you used to love, but make yourself more aware of your body. Number one is to sleep more. Okay, I know I don't usually have to tell you to sleep more, but there is something true to be said about the winter months. Now, I have an entire podcast on seasonality, and if you haven't listened to it, you need to go back and listen to that because it will explain so much more about the winter season and why you're more tired in general. But in general, our body needs roughly 30 to 60 minutes more a night of sleep during the winter months. And there's really no better time than during the holidays when we're already high stressed and we're infecting ourselves with lots of different germs. So one great tip that I can give you is just to sleep more. Now, I don't want to say sleep as long as you want, because as mentioned by Dr. Michael Bruce, who was one of the first guests on the podcast, there is something to be said about being more groggy and more fatigued the longer you sleep. So sleeping more, but within reason, right? Going to bed a little bit earlier and making sleep a real priority. Maybe this means you wake up 30 minutes later for your workout, or you just cut your workout time down a little bit, or you go to bed, you know, you shut off the TV and you actually go to bed before 10 o'clock PM, which I know some of you are like 10, what? 11, 12, whatever you are. Here's the thing. In the winter, the best time to sleep is between the hours of 10 and 1. So trying to get the most sleep. Some would even say between the hours of 11 and 2. So if you want to push that back a little bit. But really, if you could be in bed by 10, 10 10.30 at the latest, it could change your entire health scheme. And remember, when we're tired, it throws off our entire hormonal cascade. You know this though, right? Like if you haven't gotten enough sleep, What happens the next day? You're hungry and you're craving all the things and all the carbs. Why? It's because your body hasn't reset its hormones. And so you're more likely to have leptin resistance where your body can't tell if it's full or if it's hungry, where it's storing more calories as fat and where it's literally starving for energy because you haven't slept enough to provide the energy that it needs. So sleep more. And with that, that means practicing more self Stress relieving practices like reading a good book, taking a hot bath, sitting in a sauna, all of those things can be so healing this winter. So sleep more, like for real, sleep more than normal. Tip number two is limit high reward foods. 
We talked about this in the sugar cravings episode that was just a few episodes back. But what we're learning is that high reward value foods, so things like chips and cookies and processed foods and all those things that really taste really good and make us feel really good in the moment, what we're learning is that those foods are not satisfying. So while you think they're satisfying, what that means is they don't fill you up as quickly, right? You can just eat more and more and more of them, and it triggers more and more response to the body. So the more you eat, the more likely you are to overeat on those foods until literally your stomach is so stretched and so full that it signals a physical fullness, which usually relates in gastrointestinal distress. I mean, Pringles has this figured out, right? Like once you pop, you just can't stop. They know, they know how this works. So those high reward value foods really do inhibit your ability to make wise decisions on when you've had enough. So trying to avoid those or at least limit those and add a lot of low reward value foods in the mix. So fruits and vegetables tend to be lower reward value foods, as does protein, right? Like it's hard to overeat on an entire salad because it's just not as satisfying. We don't have those reward signals in the brain firing to make you want to eat more. So limit your high reward value foods. And if you're going to eat them, right? Like if you're going to have them, make sure you add a decent amount of those low reward value foods, which would be considered our whole foods. Again, more vegetables, more fruit-based, more plant-based, and less of the processed foods. So just make sure you have a good mix of that. Number three is practice time-restricted eating. I say this in probably every single podcast, and it's because I really believe it's one of the best ways to stay healthy. So time-restricted eating, intermittent fasting, it's the idea that you eat within a certain window of time and you rest within a certain window of time. And I think this is this one's really important during the holiday season when snack foods are all around and parties are happening. Try to eat the majority of your food at least three hours before bed. So if you're going to a late night party, maybe have the appetizers as your meal or eat your meal earlier and skip the dessert. Skip the snacking after dinner. And the reason for this is because if we're eating too close to bedtime, we will actually limit the amount of deep sleep, if any deep sleep, that we get our body into, which also means our hormones won't reset because our hormones are resetting at night when we're sleeping deep. So not only do you want to have deeper sleep and get more sleep, but you also want to make sure that you're not restricting that by eating too late into the night and having way too many snacks. So focus on time-restricted eating. Don't worry so much about what you're eating. But remember, eat within that window. So for instance, if you know you have a holiday party and it doesn't start until seven, you're probably not gonna eat until eight. Just move your breakfast back the next day so you allow your body your full 12, maybe even 14 hours at night and the absence of food. This is one of the most important, critical things that you could be doing for your body that creates the largest change. So if you've been doing intermittent fasting for a while, you're at a 12-hour window, maybe try 13 hours or 14 hours, right? We don't want to get it too small, but we really can play around with that to make sure that we are in the most ideal state we can be this holiday season. And just to be honest, there's nothing wrong with a solid 24-hour fast once a week just to reset your body. There is tons of research coming out about the benefit of that to our immune system and so much more. So if you want to do a full 24-hour fast, especially in between the holidays as a reboot, I think that can be really valuable as well. But practice time-restricted eating, know your time window, and try to limit snacking at all possible. Tip number four, hot tea, hot tea, hot tea. Now, some of you aren't my tea drinkers, but I promise there are a lot of different kinds of teas that don't even taste like teas. But here's the thing. Have a hot drink in hand 
and while you're going about your day, and that will really help curve some cravings. Remember, when we go back to the seasonality, is that our body this time of the year wants to be moistened and warmed. And so if our body is becoming too cool, you will start craving warmer things. And in fact, some cases, you'll start craving a lot of excess things like sugar and comfort foods. But in order to just diminish this a little bit, especially if it's just because your body is out of whack, like the pH is off, the temperature is off, the the moisture level is off, right? And it's calling for something different. One great way to provide that is just to provide warming drinks throughout the day. So it doesn't even have to be warm tea. It could be warm lemon water. Like I recommend starting your day, but having something warm to drink that doesn't have sugar in it is going to be a really valuable asset. So if you're going to parties and you're really not hungry, but you know you're gonna pick at the food if it's there, Maybe just try and have a warm drink with you. Again, this is not to prevent you from eating or skipping a meal, but this is just to provide the warmth that your body is looking for in that time. So have hot teas. I mean, I've been drinking hot tea at least four or five times a day, and I drink all different kinds. I like to do the healing teas. Echinacea can be a really great immune boost this time of the year. Over the show notes, I'll link some of my favorite teas that I've been loving right now. There's also a detox tea that I love. Um, I'll link all of those up. I find them at most grocery stores, so it can be really great. So hot teas can be so beneficial. And then the last one is focus on more to less. And what I mean by that is doing more in the morning and less at night, eating more in the morning and less at night, which is the opposite of what most of us do. So focusing on your biggest meal of the day, being at breakfast time, which breakfast doesn't mean what time you eat it. It just simply means breaking the fast. So whatever point you break your fast, your nighttime fast, that needs to be the largest meal of the day. And then Lunch can be another decent sized meal and then just kind of wean off by supper. If you get to supper and you're starving, you probably haven't eaten enough during the day. And this will really prevent the nighttime eating binge that our body really doesn't need. And really, by the time we reach nighttime, once the sun starts going down, our body is actually transitioning into the sleep or the relaxation state of trying to release melatonin. And we want to prevent melatonin from not being released. And so we want to limit the amount of food that we put in our body at nighttime. You don't want to say you have to fast at nighttime, but if you are going to fast a meal, dinner is probably one of the better options, especially in the winter season. So focusing on more activities, like doing your workouts more in the first thing in the morning, rather at night, focusing on the majority of your calories during the daytime rather than at night. So focusing on more to less rather than less to more. And that can make such a huge difference. Okay, those are the quick five tips that I wanna give you for this holiday season. Remember, this season, I want you to focus more on the when and the how rather than the what. Because there's so much emotion into the what, right? Like you only get it once a year because grandma makes it and you, no one can make it like grandma makes it. I know all the things and I play with them in my head too. But I can assume that once we take the focus off the what and we stop restricting, we stop depriving and starving ourselves and we really instead just invest and enjoy what we are eating, we can get so much more satisfaction out of less rather than needing more to actually feel that, right? When we're so bogged down into all the things that we shouldn't be eating but we wanna eat, that changes the game. So instead of thinking that way, come to food with a positive mindset and focus more on the when and how. Like I said, the the five quick points are sleeping more, limiting high reward value foods, time-restricted eating, which includes no snacking, hot tea, hot tea, hot tea, and more to less. Okay, head on over to the show notes to get more details on those 
some of the hot teas that I'm loving and a few more tips to help you this holiday season. The show notes can be found at simperswellness.com backslash one to one. And really more than anything, I hope that you have the best holiday season. This is the time. Even if your family drives you crazy, these are the moments, the days, the memories that you are going to remember. So with all that being said, will you enjoy them? Don't let health ruin it because we are not here to live for our health, but something so much more. So from me to you, I hope you have a very happy holiday season. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Christmas won't be far away. And I promise you, we can see health changes without being obsessed with health this holiday season. Okay, stay tuned because next episode, I'm coming out with my healthy holiday gift guide and just breakfast with Alexa. I'm just gonna fill you in on a few things like my diagnosis with Lyme disease, what's happening, and my top 10 gifts or brands that I'm loving this holiday season that I'm gonna be buying my gifts from. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, if you have any holiday plans happening this weekend, may it be the best. Happy holidays from me to you.